Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, part of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. I'm Yoel Legazzo. I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. And today we have a guest on the show. That's right. Danny Cohan, host of the Serenity Now Sports Pod, uh, presented by In the Front Row LA. And he's also a host of the Large Popcorn and Two Slushies Please podcast. Uh, He's here with us today. So Danny, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm looking forward to some Laker talk. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, good to have you on the show. So, Danny, McKay, um, you know, uh, let's talk about these these recent games, right? LeBron said it. His heart can't handle uh, any more of these overtimes. And we just had back-to-back overtimes i mean we had two in a row so <laughs> let me get your thoughts on uh, quick thoughts on these two games real quick yeah so for, for me um you know i feel like um the the second the, the overtime games um they, they're really gonna tax they're taxing on lebron and um i think it reminds me kind of a little bit of back in the day you know the kobe d'antoni season where kobe tore his achilles we put too much on Kobe, and and of course it doesn't. It's a lot lesser with what we're putting on LeBron, but um, LeBron's going for that MVP. Um, I think he wants to get number five. Um, right now he's he's fours all around, right? He's got four MVPs, four Finals MVPs, four titles, but he's got to get to Jordan. So he wants that MVP, and and you know um, I feel like. As, as the Lakers, um, the last two games with AD not playing in the second game of the back-to-back um, with his Achilles tendon injury, 
Um, it's we're more reliant on LeBron than we should be right now. And that's a little bit concerning. Um, and we're going into these overtime games and we're putting on too much miles on LeBron, I feel like, so early in the season. Uh, I think as, as the season progresses, as AD gets a little more healthy, hopefully, um, LeBron will take a little bit of a step back and he'll save a little bit of that juice for the playoffs. Um, overall, you know, the last two games, it's tough for this for a championship team always to get up for teams that are obviously not on their level. Um, and with the Thunder, it, it, they have basically it was all they had was Shea Gildritz, Alexander SGA, who was running the show. And besides that, it was just their defensive team. Um, they're, they're, that's a team Lakers should dominate. They should put them away early, and, they, and LeBron's knees should be on ice in the second half. Um, but, you know, they haven't been able to get up for those games, and I feel like we're putting too much pressure on LeBron. And, and um, too many, not pressure, but too much miles on LeBron early in the season. I, I, what, what do you think, Yoha um, or, or McKay? Like, do you think that we're, we're giving too much, um, too many minutes to LeBron and too many high-pressure situations and double overtimes? Or, you know, it's LeBron and it's not a big deal. Uh, I mean, you know, LeBron's longevity has been incredible up to this point, but um, I think too many overtime games definitely is is can be very detrimental. Um, LeBron played nearly 90 minutes between those two games in the span of three days, you know, so um, he's for sure feeling it. He's for sure going to be tired. Um, hopefully he can recover, recover quickly uh, before this next game, but... Um, it, it's just difficult when Le- LeBron knows he has to be the man. He's still the leader of this team. He's got to go out there and play every game. Um, unfortunately, uh, earlier in the game, we we just weren't getting it done. Uh, in terms of the Thunder game, um, they they were getting way too many points in the paint. We definitely felt the absence of AD against the Thunder. Um, he we just didn't have anybody there to to clog up the paint. Um, and you and know, I think LeBron's, that was, sorry, sorry no, I was going to say, I think that was a good move for the thunder. I think, you know, if I was the, uh, the opponent, if I was the opposing team, I would do the same thing. If, if your best rim protector isn't out there playing attack the rim, attack the rim, especially because, um, you know, there's, there's still question marks about Marcus all and, and, and Trez, uh, protecting the rim um, because you know they're 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 not the Dwight Howards and the Javale McGee's that we had last uh, season. So um, you know I think I think they they took full advantage of that. And I think um, uh, in the second half, uh, Vogel uh, made some adjustments that uh, helped uh, deter those attacks at the rim. But go ahead, McKay. Oh yeah, that so it was definitely a great game plan when it came to. Uh, the Thunder, but um, I, I think these games have been a great demonstration of the Lakers' resiliency to stay in it and, and to keep going and to really show that we can finish out these games, um, even though they were played against some of the lower-placed uh, and not not as good teams in the league. Um, I think it it's good to always have that mindset, to always um, be ready to to make that last push, even, I mean, I thought we were going to end up dropping the game against the Thunder, but we went on and like an 8-0 run in the span of one minute, something like that. And we ended up pulling it off. 
uh, so it's great to see. There's definitely some improvement that I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to not see Kuzma go one for 50 behind the three-point line or <laughs> you know, whatever he was in yeah. that game. He he was one for nine on threes. I was getting frustrated. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's really been standing out as a great shot blocker. So I, I don't have purely negative things to, to say about him, but I, <laughs> I would love to see more than one out of nine of his, his three-pointers uh, going, but oh, oh, he's got to take a jab at Kuzma, huh? Okay. <laughs> hey, I it's because I I would I used to be so on his side, but then he started to disappoint me, and and so um, I, think that, I think that's most Laker fans, right? It, when when Kuzma first uh, those first couple years when the Lakers were really struggling and and they needed offense and they were relying on the young guys, Kuzma looked great. I thought um, he he even in that first year with LeBron. If you remember, um, a lot of people were saying that Kuzma was the one that we want to keep because he could play with LeBron better rather than, you know, Ingram who needs the ball in his hands or, or you know, Lonzo also needs the ball in his hands a little bit as a point guard. But, um, yeah, he, he, it's it's a big difference now now with um, with LeBron. And and I think that as the, as the season progresses, we're going to see um, the Lakers – Use more of Schroeder and and use more of guys that um, regular season guys that perform in the regular season and and take some of that of LeBron and AD off because I think coming off a title you know um, when you think about those Laker teams that have won titles in the past you're talking about the Shaq Kobe era the regular season they did not take it seriously and they were able to turn it on but what my concern is is this team. That Shaq Kobe team is this is Phil Jackson, um, and and uh, equal to uh, you know is a uh, sorry Frank Vogel equal to Frank to Phil Jackson. I don't know. I don't know if they can just turn it on like that. And so I would like to see some more consistent basketball being played. Um, but then again, you know it's the regular season. They're coming off a championship, and just like years past, any any championship team, they're not going to take the regular season as seriously as the as the, you know say a team that like the clippers that hasn't won but uh but going back to kuzma <laughs> <laughs> going, going, back, going, back, going back to kuzma you know he he looks so great in in the beginning uh, in the, his first couple of years but then now the last last year and then this year he's really been disappointing to laker fans and um it, it's justifiably so i think because when you watch the games it seems like he wants to shoot the ball every time he gets it. He wants to put up his numbers, last year at least. This year, he's fitting in more. He's fitting in, but he's still making those dumb mental mistakes. And and that's what I think Laker fans upset them. I think we used to see KCP make those mistakes. He made one the other day. But overall, he had really improved in, in not making those mental errors. But Kuzma hasn't. And, and while we've seen Ingram... And Lonzo, well, not so much Lonzo, but we've seen Ingram progress. We haven't seen that from Kuzma, and it's really disappointing. I I think this is one of those situations where you can really see, um, I I would say like the the experience of a player. You know, Kuzma's starting to get uh, further on in um, in his time in the league, and I think he's got to start stepping it up a little bit more. You look at somebody like Wesley Matthews, who had four uh, DMPs in a row, mm-hmm. and he came out and he absolutely killed it for us. You 16 know, points, was, man. Yeah, 
he was our saving grace. He he shot really well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got to be able to uh, come out and and do that. Um, I mean, yep. obviously, there's going to be nights where you're shooting bad. And like I said, I can't completely jack Kuzma because he played really well for us on the defensive end. And he, right, right. He grabbed exactly. 10 boards for us. So th- it's not completely to, you know, crap all over him. But I, I think... He and and Schroeder as well. They're supposed to be great um, three point shooters. Um, and going one for nine and one for seven respectively isn't isn't okay. You know, we we talked about this with with Danny Green um, last year and beginning of of this year. We, uh, we can't compare them yet with Danny Green. Right, though. right. No, no, no. <laughs> I and but I I'm just throwing that out there that yeah, right. the, the lack of consistency. You know, it it drives me crazy. Sure, sure. Um, no, I, I get it. I get it. Um, you know, one thing I do want to see, uh, you know, we, we have these two games coming up the, again against the Thunder and then the Grizzlies this week. Um, and then, we'll, you know, we'll talk about the weekend games later. But um, one thing I, I do want to see is no more overtime games. You know, we were talking about the beginning of the show about LeBron. And 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 Danny, you mentioned you know um, his minutes here. I hope we don't get into more overtimes. I hope we f- we we focus uh, throughout the you know all four quarters and actually put on put in uh, effort without you know. Sometimes I feel like we we're, we're playing through through the motions because we know we can switch it on in the in the playoffs. Um, and obviously AD is injured, and which 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 we will talk about later on today, but. Uh, you know, that's just one thing that I want to I want to not happen again is this at least this week is uh, going into overtime. Right. I, I definitely agree. And and with AD injury, um, we really got to take care of things early on. Definitely. I'd like just us to uh, I, I've said this in previous podcasts, to, but to be more like how the the Golden State Warriors were of a few years back, you know, they would come out swinging for the first three quarters and they would develop such a, a great lead that they could um, sit their stars for, for the fourth quarter. And I think that's really what we need. You know, we're seeing the wear and tear that we put on Anthony Davis and, you know, LeBron James is, is even older. So don't want <laughs> the same thing to start happening to him. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, uh, okay, so so for the rest of the show, I mean, we we've, we kind of hinted it hinted to it already. We're, we're going to talk about AD's injury and and really what that means uh, for the Lakers going forward. Um, uh, and then on the last segment, uh, let's we want to discuss um, some of these Laker contracts. There's been a lot of talk about uh, contracts for the Lakers this for this off season. So um, we'll talk about that uh, on our last segment, but. Uh, let's first our, let's let's take our first break here, and when we come back, we'll we'll talk about uh, 80s injury. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, hoopheads! We appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Nuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, 
and blazing the path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Danny and McKay. Um, so we, we learned, obviously, that Anthony Davis didn't play against the Thunder on Monday night. Um, he had an Achilles tendonitis is what uh, he was diagnosed with per Dave McMiniman. Um, and he's apparently he's been managing the discomfort for a while now. And he underwent medical imaging on the injury. And everything was assured that the Achilles tendon is in good shape. But AD is still experiencing some tightness uh, in his right leg and causing concern. So um, let me ask you guys this. You know, uh, Danny McKay, how will this injury affect um, the team going forward? Um, and, and then as a follow-up, you know, do you think that if this ends up being something where it takes more than a couple of weeks, uh, more than a couple of games uh, for AD's uh, Achilles tendon to heal up, do you think that they should start pursuing help uh, and, and get another big man? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that um, as Laker fans, that one word that we don't want to hear is Achilles. Uh, <laughs> it was exactly. the it was the Achilles that did Kobe in. It was it's the Achilles that seems that gives puts every superhero puts them away, you know, throughout Greek mythology. And and you know, um, uh, ads. I'm glad that they're being careful with it. You know, ads a guy that he, he as Laker fans we we see every time he falls down we we feel like we hold our breath because. We know he's been banged up a lot in his career, and he does fall down a lot. He's a guy that he's not the uh, you know he's not yeah. Mark Gasol down there. He's the, he's the little light little uh, light between the belt, but he gets the job done. And um, I feel like they're gonna the, maybe he'll be out for a little bit, but I don't think he's gonna be out for a long time. For one, for two, I don't think that it it matters that much if he's out for a long time. Um, I know we said we want to you know keep LeBron's minutes down. But at the same time, it's the regular season, and you know where the playoffs is where we make the Lakers or make their money. That's where we're gonna see the 
the real basketball. That's where we, you know, when we watched that bubble, the playoff basketball compared to the regular season, it was two different games. It wasn't even this, on the same level. So um, I'm not too concerned about AD's injury. You know, I just had uh, Jovan Buha of The Athletic. Uh, he's the, the main beat writer uh, for The Athletic um, for the Lakers, or, or one of them. And uh, he he was he didn't seem very concerned about the the injury and just talking to the guys every day. So I'm not that concerned about it. I think that he'll be fine. But I'm also glad that the Lakers are being careful with him um, because he is the franchise. You know, after LeBron can only play so many years, guys. Right. You might, you might say he's going to play like 43, 44 like Brady. But as we saw, <laughs> it, takes, it just takes one injury and especially the one that starts with an A. So we don't want to hear that word anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we all freak out when we hear Achilles injury. Um, and I, I was looking into the injury when they're talking about it because uh, I, I thought it was uh, tendinitis as well. It's uh, called tendinosis. And so I was like, oh, I've never, oh, I've never heard about that. Yeah, okay. uh, Achilles tendinosis. Um, so I went and I was looking into it and uh, um, because I was worried that it was going to be something pretty serious. But it sounds like uh, it's one of those injuries when treated early um, – that it'll be okay. There's definitely different treatment options for him. And, you know, I, I really hope that it doesn't develop into something more serious, but I think he'll end up being fine. Um, we have seen ADB uh, go through kind of a string of, of various small injuries uh, lately. And uh, I, I think that's, probably played into his um, decreased production this season. Um, I it, it could be like we've talked about previously um, because he's stretched so thin um, that these these injuries are being uh, caused to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean err on the side of caution. Um, we've still got a lot of games left in the season. It's not the end of the world if we don't end up uh, number one seed in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely can turn it on when it comes playoff time. It's going to be much difficult, though, to turn it on come playoff time if AD is not there. Um, sure. So so let's focus on getting him um, healed up. Don't bring him back too soon. We don't want another Kevin Durant. No, exactly, exactly. And you know what? Uh, I knew I, I, knew I, 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 I had... I had the the diagnosis wrong because I I Google searched it and it said that, you know, this injury, it's common for runners and middle-aged people who play sports only on the weekends. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) That made no sense to me, but uh, that's why I'm not a doctor. Um, But, but I think in all seriousness, I think, um, you know, I think this will, those will force the Lakers to play. Um, obviously, we saw it against uh, OKC, but play smaller than usual. Um, the, the biggest dude out there when Trez is at the five uh, might be LeBron James in terms of, of, of pure muscle and strength. Obviously, Trez uh, has uh, the length advantage, right? Uh, and maybe maybe I'm just looking at this uh, at the glass, you know, with the glass half full and finding the positive in the situation, but it will probably, you know, help the Lakers out 
uh, in terms of, of, of reps and how Vogel plans to use um, these non-Anthony Davis minutes with uh, LeBron being out there or, or when LeBron and AD are both sitting out. And so you're, you're having to see uh, if, if the bench can figure it out on its own. Yeah, and you know, I'd rather have Kuzma, for example, getting in his reps right now and figuring it out um, than I would come postseason. You know, these that you know, level of play is, is acceptable for now it, in these uh, smaller <laughs> games. I feel like, it, you know, um, I want to, I do want to see reps from um, from the big men because I have been disappointed by the big men, um, Marcus Saul. He, I, amongst my friend groups, um, he's the new Kuzma or the new KCP. <laughs> a lot oh, of no. yeah, um, you know, he just looks slow out there. He, he, his age, I feel like is is starting to finally catch up with him. The positives, I, I love the fact that you know with LeBron, the two man game that those two have. Um, they're both incredible passers. They're both incredibly know the game at another level, whole another level than most players know it. So that's great. Um, I know we got him for that big body to to go against Jokic, to go against Embiid, and you know I think he he's shown that he's a good post player. Um, he does foul a lot, uh, unfortunately, and, and and I think he's in a, a little bit of a tough position because um, you you look at Javel and you look at. Uh, what Dwight did last year for the Lakers, and they were fantastic. I mean, they they fit very well with AD, and they protected the rim. So even when AD was out, we always had someone protecting the rim. Um, we don't have that now. And and, and again, um, go, going back to uh, just talking to Jovan Buha on, on the Serenity Now Sports podcast, um, he was saying the same thing as far as Serge Ibaka. He was saying he would rather have than Montrez because – um, Trez does bring that offensive game, but that defensive game is really lacking. And and he, you know, Jovan covered the Clippers last eight years, and he's got to see up close um, that Trez really got dominated in the Nuggets series by by uh, by Jokic. By, by you know, he he the the defensive end he did not play well. He didn't play well in the bubble. And his if you look at his numbers, a lot of it is against teams. That where he puts up big numbers is teams that are not playoff teams. So like the you know the Thunder, the, the teams that sure. Lakers have been playing lately. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. So I want to see Trez do that in the playoffs. I want to see him protect the rim a little bit better. Uh, maybe it's not totally in his arsenal because he's not at those. He's not a seven footer. But um, I, I love the, what I do love that he brings is he brings that passion, that that new energy that was so needed. I think it's so needed when you win a championship that you bring guys the next year that have a passion for the game, that have a hunger for winning. And we got two of those guys. We got Trez and we got Schroeder. So I'm, I'm hoping that um, they come through in the playoffs, and I think they will. I've liked what I've seen so far. Yeah, I, I really hope so. Uh, they were talking about Trez last night, and I think he's got the fourth or fifth highest uh, field goal percentage in the league right now he's mm-hmm. an absolute offensive juggernaut um i think you're right he does get outmatched on the defensive end sure right. on a fairly uh regular basis and um it's- i think that's just you know that that's just part of who he is he's not he's not um a, a huge body you know he's not he's not a, a rim protector footer. right he's not a, a rim protector he'll get you a block or two here and there but 
Um, he's just not not a rim protector. He's a charge um, taker. Yeah, and that's that's what we need. Ad down at the five four, and I don't know if we need to uh, put um, Mark Gasol on Jenny Craig or what, you know. But uh, he needs to <laughs> to speed up as well, and um, you know, their flashes. You can see, like you said, that he knows the game. He he knows what to do. Just his body is falling behind a little bit. Um, sure. mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if there's much more we could expect uh, uh, from him. But um, always open. Yeah, at least at least he has that playoff experience, that pedigree. So right. Um, you know, the the argument for Gasol is that he we've seen him do it before, and we know that in the playoffs he won't. He's not gonna. Um, He's, his, his level of play should increase or at least stay the same. He's not going to, you know, um, play down down a level once he gets to the playoffs like uh, Pandemic P over there on the Clippers. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to put in a, Clipper sh- a, a shot at the Clippers in, in every uh, segment, at least at least one. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think that hopefully we'll see his value in the playoffs. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think uh, hopefully that uh, you know when AD AD's out, right? I don't know for how long. Hopefully he'll he'll rest, like we've been talking about. But uh, hopefully Vogel uses this time that AD is out to to figure things out with with uh, with Trez and and Marcus all and 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 really see you know how can we best best optimize these players with the skill sets that they have and and who they are today and what kind of role they can play for the Lakers come playoff time. But uh, all right, let's, let's go ahead and take our last break here. And when we come back again, we'll talk about those uh, Lakers uh, Laker contracts that are coming up in the off season, uh, even an extension uh, potentially for Schroeder. So stay, stay tuned guys. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay and Danny. So um, there's been a lot of really early, way too early talk, mostly on Twitter, and 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 mostly because of of Eric Pincus, who shared an article over Bleacher Report on the Lakers contracts this off season and and what the Lakers will be dealing with. 
basically. And, and to sum uh, to sum up all of these really quickly um, is we're screwed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I thought we were the defending champions. I mean, we, have- <laughs> we are, but there's too much. There's, there's, there's a limited salary, but, but here, here it is. Here it is for, for our audience. So THT, he's a free agent in 2021 and it, it's really complicated. Um, and it, in fact, there is another comment on this by Brian Windhorst of ESPN who says that THT could get the poison pill offer sheet in free agency, uh, meaning that it basically will be a hefty deal for the Lakers if the deal goes beyond uh, a, a year, year two. Um, so, uh, you know, it says that THT could get a contract offer from any team who who have a salary cap of $82 million. Who knows if the Lakers have enough for that? Dennis Schroeder, um, he's expecting an extension. I know there were talks earlier about ex- extension. Um, Eric Pincus uh, got some word from a former Western Conference executive that said that he could get the Jeff Teague uh, deal or, or, or uh, like $12 million to $15 million per year. Uh, according to, uh, to Eric, again, uh, on another player, which is Trez, that uh, Trez could opt out of his uh, player option this offseason and sign a bigger deal elsewhere. And then our fan favorite, Caruso, Eric Pincus had something to say about him too. He said that we have full, bo- uh, full rights and ability to pay him for more than, more than any other team. But if he continues to shoot well because he's shooting 46 point, 46% from three-point range, then he could get an offer like Robert Covington, which is $12 million to $13 million per year. And that could be – that. all of this could cause headache and trouble for the Lakers. So let me ask you guys this. Are you confident that Rob Polinka can sign all of these guys and make it all work within the salary cap? And then with a follow-up mm-hmm. – if, if Rob Plinka can't keep them all, who would you prioritize signing? I know this is very early, but based on what we've seen so far, who would you, uh, you prioritize signing, purely basketball speaking? So uh, of the free agents, um, you know, I, w- I would prioritize Schroeder, actually. I don't know if you, I don't know if you mentioned Schroeder, but um, he – yeah, you did, actually. Sorry. <laughs> he was actually looking at, from what I'm hearing, is $17 to $18 million dollars. Um, and, and, you know, there's some people that are, you know, they're trying to stretch say that he'd be overpaid at that, at that amount. And I feel like he would be, um, I think he's more of a, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of money. And, and some people are even saying as much as 20 million and, you know, Lakers, um, are, are a franchise luckily that doesn't have to worry about money as much. I mean, they are family owned, so I guess they do, but they also print money because they're the Lakers. So um, they're definitely going to go over the solid cap, and they already are over. Um, but you know, you it's complicated. You don't want to get into that repeater tax, and then it gets really expensive. I think we saw that um, with the Warriors this past year. Just just signing uh, one player, um, I, I'm blanking on his name, but it, that cost them 50 million from the Wizards. What's his name? <sighs> Anyways, um, <laughs> but I think that the Lakers, um, Schroeder is the is the priority. Um, we haven't had a guy like him since since Van Exel. You haven't had a point guard that can create 
for others, can create for himself, is a great scorer, you know, and then he has something that Benexel doesn't. He, I think he has a little bit of that defensive edge, and but the, like, like Van Exel, they're both guys that have that grit. They play extremely right. hard. They have that swagger, you know? And um, so I think he's the guy that we need to, Laker fans are going to want to keep, and I think that they should keep. And then the second, it is Caruso, because Caruso is very much underrated. And I think it, it's probably because he's white, but it's the truth. <laughs> he's a little underrated. And, um, but if you look at it just at his game, you know, and objectively, um, it's a guy that plays amazing defense. He's an incredible war player. Is he worth $12 million? I don't think so. But then again, Patrick Beverly gets paid a lot of money. And I don't think that Caruso, I think he's on a trajectory to be like a Patrick Beverly. Um, and I think that uh, those guys are very important. And then THT, he is a guy that we definitely want to keep. Um, I think he's the future six man of the year kind of gut player. He's a guy that's going to be able to score. Um, is he going to be able to shoot three is the question. I think he's, the, the, his body type is amazing and is very rare and unique. So it's tough to project him. Um, uh, Jovan was saying that he was like a Eric Gordon. I disagreed. I think Eric Gordon at, at, at 19 was, or at 20, now at THT is 20, was a lot better. But um, uh, not, I can see him being a, a kind of a really good player in this league. And he's only 20 years old. And I think that teams will try to um, make an offer for him just, just to kind of screw the Lakers over. Maybe if, if the Lakers, if he plays well and Lakers do really well, um, you might see a, a big time for your $20 million contract thrown at THT because it's going to be tough for Lakers to keep all these guys. And let's be honest, everyone's shooting for the Lakers. Everyone wants to knock them off. Um, so these are going to be key um, decisions at the end of the year. But at this point, you can't doubt Rob Polinka because Rob Polinka, um, he's he's proven in, in his time here that he came in with all the pressure in the world. It didn't seem like, you know, we, we Laker fans, we love magic. We don't necessarily know who this Rob Polinka guy is, but he came in and he won a title already. And he then what did he do? He didn't settle on his laurels. He went out and improved the team. So we can't, um, we, we have to believe in Polinka at this point. Um, it, I, I'm very happy with having him there. Um, we don't have to say do it, Mitch, anymore. Now it's, now it's uh, Rob will just do it. So we don't have to worry about that. I, I think I have uh, the solution. Mm. LeBron James has to retire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm kidding. Um, you know, it, it's always a difficult decision when it comes to deciding who you're going to keep, um, what you're going to do. I, I think we absolutely have to um, go into, the, into that salary cap. Um, how much are we going to have to do it? I don't know. We might have to just make that sacrifice though and, and pay that luxury tax. Um, I, I think at the same time though, uh, you know, people are, are do what they're worth, but at the same time, you have to understand that when you're coming and playing for a championship team, if you are really serious about winning a championship, you're going to make, um, these decisions where sometimes you have to compromise a little bit and that's going to be on your money. Um, we look at uh, David West when he went to the Warriors. Uh, he turned down pretty much being able to make $15 million to 
take a, a veteran minimum just so that he could win a championship. Um, this is the time in their careers where a championship is the most likely. Um, and I, I mean, not, not a lot of players are, get this opportunity. So are you going to take it or are you going to leave it on the table for more money? Um, that being said, I, I would absolutely love to, to keep um, all, all these people. I, I feel like THT, Schroeder, Trez, and Caruso are all integral parts of our team. Um, I, yep. I would hope that we could keep all of them. Um, THT, there's, we should not let him go. No. He is going to be incredible. He is going to be incredible. Um, say it three times. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be it's incredible. Tough, it's tough right now to say what they're going to do is it's pretty much impossible. But um, because so much of it depends on on how they perform in the playoffs, I you know there's so much basketball to be played. Um, but I think it's fair to say that if the Lakers go back to back, they're open up the bank because LeBron expects them to. LeBron signed that contract. Um, expecting that the Lakers are gonna are gonna pay out of their pocket because that's what they in Cleveland for him and now he's expecting he brought all these guys to the Lakers so right he, that, <laughs> you guys you know he's gonna be like you guys better pay them right right he 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 had picked them obviously um, I think I think I agree with with all of, both of you I mean I'm, I'm very confident that Rob Palinka will do his his best to to sign all four of these guys back um you know in in rob palinka we trust right um so um all right i I think that was a good discussion i don't um uh, danny you know i'm going to give you a chance here to put in a plug for your podcast um let us let them know where they can find you and and these shows all right appreciate it yeah so i'm at danny cohan on twitter k-o-h-a-n and and so um, the sh- I'm working for in the front row LA and uh, in the front row LA. If you type that in on YouTube, um, they, we have a YouTube channel. We have all kinds of uh, of shows uh, following LA sports. And so everyone, you need to go check out in the front row LA. Check out the Serenity Now Sports podcast on in the front row LA. Like I said, I have Yovan Buha of the Athletic on, and we talked for an hour about all about Lakers as well. So Laker fans, come check it out. All right. Thanks, dude. Hey, appreciate you uh, hopping on the show. I hope we can get you back on again soon. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's a lot of fun. I can always um, down to talk Lakers. So, All right, guys. Um, I think that does it for today. Um, Make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever else you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follow and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. With that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.